Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives on how to approach a career in the field from different artists, producers, engineers, and other great minds who share their stories on not only what's made them succeed, but also what has shaped them into the people that they are today. I hope you gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you and your endeavors on your own journey towards success as well. Let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 171 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creators Series. Today we had a guest who I got in touch with a few months ago. She works in PR. Her name is Keitra Gardner-Chambers. She's out of the Houston area. Keitra has over eight years of experience doing PR for different artists, um, musicians, all kinds of different people from around the world. She talked about, you know, coming up, trying to get internships with different companies, um, trying to do writing and all kinds of different things. And, you know, kind of what led her to where she is now, kind of just doing her own thing, um, you know, using social media to connect with a lot of people. She talked about the differences she's seen and really just the growth of how artists are able to create their own brands and really just, you know, thrive and have different income streams through the social platforms and the relationships that they're building through them as well. Um, and really just the opportunities that Keitra has extended to me personally, I'm very appreciative of. And, you know, I think that what she's doing for independent artists especially is super vital you know just lending her resources and her expertise um, and i hope you guys learn a lot from this one you know i think she has a lot to give information wise and you know i'm looking forward to continuing to work with her and see what we can build um, just putting our minds together so without further ado let's get into this one all right so welcome everyone to episode 171 here on the proven knowledge podcast Today's guest is someone I've been in touch with now for two or three months, I think, and I'm so happy that she, you know, got in contact with me. She does a lot of awesome work, uh, PR work, working with different artists from all over the world. She's helped me out a lot as well. Um, so I want everyone to welcome Keitra Garner Chambers to the show. How are you, Keitra? Hey, what's up, Anthony? I, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking, and also thank you. Thank you for having me for a guest. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, you know, I was on your show not too long ago, um, Style of Business Podcast as well. So this is kind of like the second time we've been able to do this. But, you know, for those that might not know you and what you do, you know, give a brief introduction of yourself. You know, how long have you been active? All those sorts of things, um, you know, for the people that might not be, you know, acclimated with you. All right. Yeah, let's go with the good stuff. All right. So. <laughs> Actually, the host of, like Anthony said, SOB Style of Business, the podcast. Um, I don't know. I think we maybe eight years in, something like that, something crazy. Uh, just kicking off the eighth season, so I've been, been enjoying doing that. And then I have spent a bulk of my career in the public relations and entertainment and marketing space. Um, you know, just kind of working with different uh, entertainers, personalities, brands, and doing a lot of PR and event management, event planning work. So it's been going pretty good. But mm -hmm. yeah, that's a big a big bulk of my experience. It started and stems from working within the uh, entertainment industry. Yeah. And where, where are you from, by the way? You're in the Houston area, I believe. Is that correct? Houston? Yep, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm currently in Houston. I am from Texas. I'm specifically from Bryan, Texas. So it's a, a central Texas area. Nice. 
And and how did you get started in PR? Like, what kind of led you to that? Was it early on? Like, were you do you have an interest in like journalism and things like that? Or kind of give me you know the background as to how you got involved in this world to begin with? Yeah, no, definitely. So I, I definitely the the start you pretty much nailed it was me initially being interested in like journalism, photojournalism, um, you know, a little bit of broadcast. That was actually like my minor. Uh, in college and so I initially started doing the writings you know in interviewing independent artists local artists within the Dallas and Houston area and for some reason like you know back then it was like more like internships were a little bit more difficult to secure so to speak especially when you wanted to work in uh, music and entertainment so I started going down that route nothing came up in terms of you know, like a solid internship. You had, you know, publications out then, like Source and Vibe, and, mm-hmm. you know, like all of the solid uh, hip-hop and music publications that anybody would love to have been an intern for. Of course, that didn't pan out. So ended up kind of connecting with just a, a networking group on, online and, and just ran across an opportunity to write for an online magazine. Started doing that, and that just kind of opened up the doors for me to do, like, um, event bookings and being able to work with different artists. And then from there, it further got into, like, the PR and stuff. But it initially started with just kind of interviewing independent artists and, you know, people that I connected with online. Hmm. And what do you think was, when you were starting out, what do you think was the biggest challenge that you faced or had to overcome to kind of get to that next step to be able to do those things? Was it the fact that, you know, you couldn't get those internships, you couldn't get your foot in the door there, so you had to kind of pivot? Or was it something else, you think? Yeah, no, it, 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 it was definitely a combination of just not being able to get your foot in the door. Because, you know, at that point, especially when you're a senior in college and you, you are looking forward to that next step because you get ready to graduate, you get in a job. So a, a lot of times what you're, the thinking process is what's going to be your next step after you get your degree? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going, which which route are you taking? Um, for me, it was just, just the discouragement of it all, you know, not being... Um, in those places like New York or L.A., having those opportunities. And even the ones that were available, you know, it wasn't a lot to where, you know, they were just handing out internships. There was a lot of competition. And, you know, it just kind of, you just have to wait your turn sometimes. Yeah. So, so so sometimes when you're impatient and you're just kind of willing to uh, try a little bit of everything, you know, if if you're not careful, you know, you, you just kind of miss out. I could have kind of looked into some other things, but I was so set on, you know, interning for that specific publication, you know, and mm. so um, I did end up managing to to land an internship at a recording studio, which I, you know, worked in that space as well for short, short periods of time, but the, the thing for me was like being at a magazine, you know, being able to really grab these stories and highlight these different artists. Um, but yeah, I think the discouragement of it all and then just trying to uh, figure out what was next. Yeah. I honestly feel like that, I honestly feel like, you know, no, no matter what career path you're setting out on to begin with, I think we all have, you know, a vision of like where we want it to go. And then for some reason, it always doesn't go exactly the way you think it's going to go. You know what I mean? And then like, the more you go on the steps, you might end up somewhere where you never thought possible, but in like a good way too. So I think it kind of sounds like that was the case for you as well, was like you had 
goals in mind or specific things in mind. And just because that didn't work out, you know, it shifted you to where you are now. You know what I mean? So I think that that's something that like a lot of, especially creatives go through because there's not like a set way to do it, I guess. I, I definitely feel the same like for my journey too, is that like where I envisioned it like seven years ago is not where it is now, but it's better. You know what I mean? It's, but it's something I never thought possible. So I think it's kind of the same as well. And you know, I, th- I definitely think a lot of people can relate to that in their own ways. Um, and just kind of like letting the journey happen too, which I think is super yeah. vital. So, um, yeah, and definitely I, I feel you about that, about having to overcome the disappointment and being discouraged, things like that. Cause, and that can still come up, you know, even when you're at a certain level too, I think. So it's just kind of like being able to deal with it better as you move along. Um, so I definitely think that's super vital and I definitely appreciate you for sharing that as well. Um, you know, in your own way. So that's super awesome. And what do you think has been, I don't want to say the biggest like change, maybe even in the industry, maybe like the biggest shift in the industry since you started out. Cause I know that, you know, you said like eight years, so we were still kind of in the social media era then, but it wasn't like it is now. I don't think, I think it was just like getting started to being what it is now. So what do you think has been the biggest shift from, you know, when it changed from print media all to the internet and to now where it's, everything's on social media. Like, what do you think you observed? And was that ever an issue for you to kind of get through the learning curve of that as well? You know, when working with different companies and artists and trying to, get their name out there is that ever an issue you mean within the like the last eight years of just the industry yeah. as a whole? just as a whole and just what you've observed and you know all the all those sorts of things and what you've had to deal with firsthand too yeah i mean the, the biggest thing that that i mean even like i would say pretty much like once social really started getting to a point where people were able to control the narrative of their their brands right mm-hmm. um i really feel like it just kind of swayed more into the favor of these artists because a lot of them when you think about it unless there's somebody that really needs that that accountability and that management a lot of independent artists are pretty much managing themselves mm-hmm. you know when it comes to like the deals that they're gonna they're gonna take they're getting um out from under a lot of these label deals and really kind of taking control of what they decide to do in terms of their career and not only for like you know, what their brand is going to look like, but they're also getting into these partnerships that allow them to do the type of tours that they want. You know, you got different beverage companies that are reaching out and then that's also allowing them to like leverage the creative aspects of themselves that are not specifically within the realms of being an artist, but maybe they're also into acting or maybe they are, um, you know, into like specific sports to where they can kind of branch off and to do other things that the label has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. or that the music aspect of what they were doing has nothing to do with. And, you know, like a handful of years ago, you, you had it to where, you know, a lot of these artists are in exclusive deals and they have to always run it by somebody to where they're locked in and not being able to branch out and really expand themselves. So, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing about the independence of the independence of what, the social platforms have allowed, you know, they, they just kind of let you take control of, of what you're doing with yourself 
as an artist. Um, and then even beyond that, I mean, it's just it's just a lot more diversity. Like you're not just kind of locked into uh, this particular fan base. Like, of course, you can you know market to people all over the world mm-hmm. and not just be stuck in a specific territory, regardless of whether you're performing or not, regardless of whether your music is playing on the radio station or not. You know, you can still have that reach and that leverage. Mm-hmm. Hey, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick minute out to let you know how you can become a monthly supporter of the show. So if you click on the show description in your podcast platform, you'll see the words support this podcast toward the bottom and you can follow that link to sign up. You have the options of donating a dollar, five dollars or ten dollars a month. And that'll be used towards making the show a better experience for you as the listener. Uh, That means new and exciting guests, giveaways and a lot more that we can continue to provide for you. So feel free to click that link and check it out or visit anchor.fm backslash proven knowledge backslash support to contribute today. And for now, let's get back into the episode. So just really just finding different ways to connect with more people as well and just kind of using it to your advantage. I like that, too, because I've definitely seen a lot of artists do that and even talk about it on social media where, you know, they might be in a deal where. They're not getting the funds that they thought they were going to get, or maybe they just didn't understand the terms. So now they're trying to do other things to kind of bring income in as well. And a big part of even being, you know, an artist, producer, whatever now is finding different income streams and figuring out how to make that all work. And like you said, it's, I think it's more accessible now. It's just about, you know, finding ways to build those relationships um, and just keep that moving. So that's super awesome. And, for you personally, because I know you have social media as well, like you do a lot of cool things with your posts, um, motivational posts, and a lot of stuff about business and how to grow and do new things. So like, how do you yourself utilize social media to attract clients, to work with new people? You know, have you been doing a lot of experimentation lately, or it's kind of just all been, you know, the same formula for you the last few years? Like, what does it mean to you? Yeah, I, so... Right now, I'm, I'm more in an uh, experimental phase. You know, previously, it was just more like, all right, just, you know, put something out there just to be able to, to have that active, you know, platforms. There's so many, right? Like, I can't, you know, you got TikTok and, and all of this other stuff that's, mm-hmm. um, like, the newer things that, that have come about since, you know, Twitter, Facebook, and IG. So, it's just about trying to figure out, like, which audiences or, or which platforms you want to you know, share your content or your, your message on, you know, specifically for me, I like to do the, mo- uh, the the inspirational stuff, the motivational stuff. Of course, I'll share like some tips and stuff that I've picked up or like different resources and things that I, I feel like would help the audience that I'm, that I'm speaking to. Um, but yeah, it's just experimenting. Like I don't even, right now I just kind of go with what I'm, that I, I go with the ideas that I, that I have in my head that I think I want to maybe convey or think people might be interested in. Mm-hmm. And then I put it out there, you know, try it for a few weeks, see, and, you know, if I need to pivot and do something different, I will. But for the most part, it's about just trying to keep that creative, uh, create the creative energy going. You yeah. know, you got to keep the juice flowing a little yeah. bit, you know? Exactly. So, so, yes, but I, you know, Anthony ain't lying. I just kind of, I put it out there. If it works, perfect. If it doesn't, you know, I'll eventually figure it out mm-hmm. and go back to the drawing board with, and, and come back with something new. Yeah. And that's kind of the beauty of it, too, is that, like you said earlier, because everyone can kind of do their own thing and build their own brands through the platforms, you really, it is trial and error, you know what I mean? Like, you're just putting stuff up and seeing, like, what type of reaction it'll get. And it's good when people can give you the feedback, too, 
because I've had that with my own content. Like if I get a lot of good feedback on a certain type of post or something, then I know that I should probably keep doing that. Then the stuff that's not doing so well, maybe I'll shift to something else. So, and you can always do that too. And it's just super nice. And I love that your content, like the way it looks and you have like a brand kit going on with the colors and everything. Like your, your stuff looks amazing. It always catches my eye. And I'm like, I know that's her because I've seen the style of her posts before. So I think that's super awesome too, uh, that you have it kind of like all your stuff is aesthetically like pleasing and it all looks kind of like neat and organized. So I definitely think that's super awesome too. Um, just getting like the brand kit all like together. And it's definitely awesome that, you know, you've been utilizing that, um, and just, you know, trying things out. Cause I think that's all you can do. Um, what do you think, you know, outside of work, outside of those things, or even just meeting new people, like what else have you been doing? Uh, could be, could be, you know, daily activities, hobbies, anything like that to kind of free your mind to, you know, help your work, help your, you know, passion grow even more like on the day to day. What do you think you're doing to kind of take a break now and then? Yeah. I mean, a break for me, I, I, I love the, you know, just being able to be out and about, not necessarily amongst, uh, you know, people, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I do, you know, enjoy a good social crowd, but it's just more so just kind of being out, you know, um, walk, you know, just kind of run if I decide to go on a, on a brief run or something like that. Um, I stay in the gym, you know, you got to stay in the gym, you got to be fit, mm-hmm. you know, keep your body moving. So I do enjoy um, my weekly workouts, but other than that, it's just trying to make sure that I'm not getting in a place of stagnancy and, and um, just being demotivated. You know, sometimes yeah. you can get to a place to where you just, you do so much of the same sort of work, you know, I, I know like for you, you're in production, so you're constantly, you know, listening to nif- different beats and soundscapes and stuff like that. For me, it's just more like, um, you know, speaking to people, trying to get ideas for like how to inspire and encourage and, you know, how to present messages when it comes to like trying to share information on, on PR and marketing specifically. But sometimes that gets stale and old, you know, mm-hmm. so you got to just try to do different things. So with me, like I said, the working out, the being outside. Um, but then also like I will, I'll do stuff like listen to, to different podcasts, you know, music, of course, um, and then just kind of go to like random spots just to kind of people watch and see what's going on just to disconnect for a bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just a little simple stuff. Like there's nothing drastic, but yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, just to get it's, fun. yeah, it's definitely just, you know, going out and living life, you know what I mean? And just kind of letting it all come to you and then using that inspiration to kind of fuel what you're doing as well. And I, I definitely could speak for, you know, I think anybody that has a job that you're on the computer all day, like you got to get it off the screen for a bit. You know what I mean? Like, you got to. Oh, man. Because I'll I'll be sitting there. I'm like, my back is killing me. My neck is killing me. I'm like, I got to get out of here. Like, I got to go on a walk or do just anything else for a minute and just kind of, you know, come back later and pick it up. Even if you're in, like, something very important. Um, Like, if I always find, like, if it's not time sensitive, I'm just like, I'm going to take a break. Like, I need to do that. So, yeah, I definitely think that's all vital and just finding your own ways to, you know, refuel, recharge, and then come back later um, is super awesome. So last few questions here, and these are ones I ask on every episode. Um, The first one is if you could go back 10 years ago, 
maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all, what do you think you would do? Piece of advice? It would definitely be to just be a little bit more reserved when it comes to sharing your your vision. That would definitely be like the, the biggest piece of advice. Um, and the reason why I say that is because sometimes when you're excited about what you envision for yourself or for your life, um, you can share it with people who maybe they do support you, but they, they, they can't see at the level that you can see yourself progressing towards. Um, and it can get to, to uh, a point where maybe they are trying to encourage you, but it's really not encouraging. It's more just not, it's not really the kind of the support that you would think that you would get from, from a person, whether that be family member, friend or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, just kind of making sure that let me get a little bit further down the line before I kind of unveil mm-hmm. where I'm going with this, as opposed to, uh, you know, sharing things that are in the infancy phases, mm-hmm. infancy phase of, of what, what you're trying to get. But yeah, that, that would definitely be a top piece of advice. Yeah. I haven't heard that one before, but I like that. I can relate to that for sure. And if we flip that then and we say 10 years from now, where do you think you envision yourself in your career, life, pretty much everything? Oh, uh, you know what? That's it. Oh, wow. Mm. (laughs) So, you know, 10 years from now, yeah, I'll just say, hey, you know, we, 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 like, I, you know, you see what you see what you want to go. Like we see the vision of, of the next ten years, but to me, I feel like where I'll be in ten years is probably going to be a little bit beyond what I can even imagine. Mm. So it, it'll be good, you know, but I can't quite put a finger on it. Yeah. I'll just have to say, keep watching. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll let, hey, yeah, just keep watching. You know, we we're headed in the right direction. Yeah, um, yeah and just to kind of stay encouraged, like I just, you know, I just want to stay where I'm at. I do my best to stay in my lane, you know, to try to stay focused and mind my business. So I feel like within the next 10 years, the next 10 years, it'll, it'll definitely be better than, than what I can see for myself. Yeah. Just keep it growing and elevating. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. super, super awesome. And do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Final words of wisdom. Just, just do you like, do you and, um, you know, just make sure that you're putting yourself first, respectfully speaking, of course, um, because at the end of the day, you, you are pretty much all that you have, regardless of anything that has happened in your life. You know, sometimes we don't feel like the next step is going to get us to where we want to be. And, you know, there can be times where you feel like you're not doing enough. But at the end of the day, as long as you can do what you need to do for yourself, that's definitely going to carry you a long way. You can't really depend on um, people. You have to depend on yourself first and yeah. you got to make sure that you're trusting and believing that you can do whatever you set your mind to that's 100 percent. i feel that all the way so I, I love that and teacher that's all i have for you today um once again you know thank you for joining me on short notice this week this was fun uh yeah, you know yeah and thank you again for even you know reaching out to me um giving me a lot of opportunities and I'm just happy that we got in touch to begin with, and we'll definitely do this again soon, uh, hopefully a part two on this, uh, but just keep doing what you're doing. And I, I appreciate what you're doing for you know, artists all over the world and all kinds of people, and you know, just continue the good work, because I, I think it's awesome. So. Yeah, 
and likewise you as well anthony i appreciate you being an inspiration as well thanks everyone for listening today that was episode 171 we'll be back this time next week as always hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds and feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode so we'll see you then thanks guys